So we're going through Acts 20. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we are going at it from this uh, theme, one of the themes of what, what it looks like when God entrusts a ministry to you, entrusts the people to you, entrusts resources to you to build his kingdom. And Paul, this this letter, this part of the, the letter of Acts, or this part of the account of Acts, is just breaking it all open for us. So enjoy part two. Okay, so we pondered upon what Paul is saying, this good news of God's grace, this ministry of testifying the good news of God's grace, which just makes up <laughs> the summons. It is the official summons of people being invited into God's kingdom. So we're going to go to verse 20. Sorry, let's see. Okay, verse 25. Now I know that none of you among whom I have preached the kingdom will see my face again. Therefore, I testify to you this day that I am innocent of the blood of all men, for I did not shrink back from declaring to you the whole will of God. Keep watch over yourselves and the entire flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. Be shepherds of the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. I know that after my departure, savage wolves will come in among you and will not spare the flock. Even from your own number, men will rise up and distort the truth to draw away disciples after them. Therefore, be alert and remember that, that for three years, I never stopped warning each of you night and day with tears. If I can just expound a little bit on this, the message of the kingdom has come. It's God's grace, the ministry of testifying the good news of God's grace. That is the invitation into the kingdom. So when you when you are when you are uh, spreading the message of the gospel, that's essentially what you're saying. These kingdoms are about to disappear. They're about to be wiped away. These earthly these earthly kingdoms. God has provided a Messiah, a savior, uh, Noah's ark. <laughs> That's what I'm I'm envisioning this huge ark. The kingdom being this huge ark. The rest of this world is going down. I'm envisioning this huge ark which is the kingdom of God who is also Jesus, the Messiah, the anointed one, the one God's son. And he's saying, come on, you are invited into my kingdom. It is an everlasting kingdom. You will not die. So all of this has taken place. Paul is like, listen, I'm, a, I'm, don't, I'm not going to see you guys again. He already knew that. And now there are going to be people coming in. So now we do see parts of the church rising up, coming to like he, he calls them savage wolves, come in among you and they will not spare the flock, meaning they will teach you anything in order for you to follow them, which means that they are willing to distort the message as well. And this is a lot of what we see, you know, today. And it's sad because people will distort the message. If God, give, if God did not give you a message of the, God, of the good news of God's grace, then you probably shouldn't try to share it. <laughs> uh, the message that you feel like you have. 
But if he has this, um, this, 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 this spirit of who he has entrusted you with and who he is entrusting to you will not be done in this kind of wicked and messy way. You won't come in um, distorting the truth and draw away people from what they have already been taught. So he tells them, therefore be alert and remember that for three years, I never stopped warning each of you night and day with tears. And now I commit to you, commit to you, to God and to the word of his grace, which can build you up and give you an inheritance among those who are sanctified. And again, that is just, it just preaches by itself. It is the, the word, the grace in the word that builds us up. We are an inheritance and we have to hold on to that. We have to hold on to these words because they're true and they're right and they're beautiful. And we continue. Acts chapter 20, verse 32. And now I commit you to God and to the word of his grace, which can build you up and give you an inheritance among all who are sanctified. I have not coveted anyone's silver or gold or clothing. You yourselves know that these hands of mine have ministered to my own needs and those of my companions. And everything, I showed you that by this kind of hard work, we must help the weak. Remembering the words of the Lord Jesus himself, it is more blessed to give than to receive. When Paul had said this, he knelt down with all of them and prayed. They all wept openly as they embraced Paul and kissed him. They were especially grieved by his statement that he would never that they would never see his face again. Then they accompanied him to the ship. I I'm just overwhelmed <laughs> by this because this is just this is what's proper. This is such a proper picture. There's some scripts that are written. Of, I'm talking about movie scripts. That in the movie itself is so well executed that the all of the components come together to make up a piece that deserves accolades and awards and all of the praises. This is that to me, that this group was so mature that he could tell them this and they would receive it and they would pray with him into this next phase that he had to go face because to all of them, they knew the importance of the message so much they knew the importance and the power that was being displayed with God through these apostles and disciples that it must go on. It must go on to whatever end the Holy Spirit is showing them. No one started going in tongues and trying to speak against what was happening. They embraced it because they were once entrusted to Paul to walk with him, to be this group of people 
this support system, this fence that is unmoved by what they're hearing, unmoved by what they see. They're so committed to the message of the Lord Jesus Christ that they're willing to relent and say, Thy will be done, Lord. And that is the beauty of knowing what you're entrusted with, knowing who you're entrusted to, and knowing who's entrusted to you. That is the beauty God keeps showing me, that this perfect storm, this perfect scenario, this perfect picture of our loving God back as a reflection of how much he loves us to count our lives as nothing. And I, I, it's, it's hard to picture that sometimes because of the kind of world we live in now. But when the message is just the priority, no other agendas, no other desires, what did God, what message did God give you to give me? That's it. And that's what I love about this. And God is already um, showing me that I'm going to be speaking more. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to springboard off of this one and understand the, the gravity of the message. Go into where Paul has been preaching to the people, the message. Because this is right here is pretty much the end of his journey, but there is context within the message that he went to every city and to each per, into each people, how he how what was entrusted to him was delivered, and why there was so much opposition about what God entrusted to him. So that's going to be next episode. So thank you so much for tuning in. God bless you.